0: Hello, and welcome to Stasis Pod, the Transformers animated podcast. I'm Rob. I'm Jen. And I'm David. And today we learned that while two is company, three's a crowd.
1: But three's company.
0: I mean, three um, is company too.
1: Wow, I can't remember that theme song.
0: Come on, oh. knock on our door. <laughs> We've been waiting for you. I guess I haven't seen that in 30 years. Well, that's probably for the best because it's terrible.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's not great.
0: John Ritter has solid comic chops, but that show was bad.
2: Yes. (laughs) Also, I realized that I had briefly confused him with Paul Reiser there, who is uh, still alive. Yes. Uh, And and also in Stranger Things, too.
0: Yeah, sadly, John Ritter never got the chance to turn up on Stranger Things.
2: Aww. As he is
0: definitely a guy who they probably would have called yes yeah
2: like, he did not have Samwise's dad bod
0: I'm basically expecting <laughs> uh Steve Gutenberg to show up next season
2: <laughs> maybe maybe uh, I mm,
1: I guess i I'm holding out hope for Jeff Goldblum
2: oh uh, man I
0: mean I guess he did do law and order for like
2: a decade he was in Earth Girls Are Easy? Yes. I don't know, that's the only thing I can think of with him, like, pre-Jurassic Park. Even though, presumably, he was in other things in uh, order to the get Fly. the job. Oh yes, yeah. duh.
0: And he's in, like, one of those, uh, he might even be in the first Death Wish, as, like, a mugger? Who gets oh, killed yeah. by Charles Bronson?
1: I think I, it was the first I... or second,
0: I think. Oh, and isn't he in, uh, Buckaroo Banzai? Yes. Oh, <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> Well, he's there, dressed I as guess a cowboy. He's in all kinds of things. I mean, he's he's everywhere. Jeff Goldblum.
2: That's fair. Oh, I also late? totally forgot. He just became like a you know, living uh, uh why am I blanking out on it? He's that a one hu- director.
0: Oh, uh, Taika Waititi?
2: No, no, no. I'm gosh, I don't even know what I was going to say. What I was going to say is the, the guy who does the stuff with Bill Murray and it, the, the life aquatic.
0: Oh, um, Paul Thomas, no not Paul, uh, Wes Anderson.
2: Yes, he's just become a Wes Anderson character now. Like, yeah, pretty
0: much. As, yeah. as a
2: full-time <laughs> thing. That's just what Jeff Goldblum is now, is a Wes well, Anderson character.
0: Kinda what he always was? Which is appropriate, because he's is. in a bunch of Wes Anderson movies.
2: I mean, yeah, but, that's fair. That's fair.
0: He's in that uh, that Isle of Dogs that's uh, coming out next year. That looks pretty good. Ooh.
2: Exciting.
0: A bunch of, just a bunch of island, it's an island with a bunch of dogs on it in Japan with, uh, I guess, a bunch of white people playing the dogs and then actual Japanese play- people playing the Japanese people, which is, I guess, okay? I don't know.
2: <laughs> I guess that's fair. I mean, you know.
0: Also, it's stop motion. Anyway. Red Bull. So this uh, first aired uh, March twenty first, two thousand nine. Written by Rich Fogel, who had written a bunch of animated episodes before, most recently Black Friday.
2: So this one, I guess I'll I'll get there when we get to it. But but Dirt Boss's name has always amused me deeply, <laughs> and and I feel that they really like picked up on what amused me about it here and used that as his characterization.
0: so we are at Sumdak Tower and uh, Isaac Sumdak and Bulkhead who had previously been uh, enslaved to build a space bridge uh, are trying to build one now not for Megatron and they're just making a bunch of goofy space bridge jokes
2: (laughs) yes they are being nerds yes
0: and uh, it turns out they, after the battle with Starscream a couple episodes ago, they also brought the busted-ass headmaster unit there. Which, I mean, I guess you need to put it somewhere. <laughs> but it's just a creepy robot head yeah. sl- smiling at you.
2: And that's, you know, that's what some deck points out, is that it just looks like it's watching him. Which, I mean, it doesn't <laughs> have pupils, so it does have that sort of, always just sort of looking wherever sort of thing going. It's creepy.
1: And and it's kinda got a Mona Lisa smile going on. Well smirk.
0: Yeah, Mona 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 Lisa smirk, the uh the more sarcastic follow-up to that Julia Roberts movie. <laughs> that nobody saw.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyway, so Sumdack is he's kinda tired because he's been also working to override those signal dampeners that he built for the Decepticons so that the Autobots could not signal out to the Autobots to tell them that, hey, your uh, your head of intelligence is actually an evil monocular Decepticon. <laughs> like, that isn't even his face. He doesn't even have a face. He has a big eyeball.
2: That's a fake face, man. That's kind of creepy. Yes.
0: A false face. I mean, let's, a facade. Let's be honest.
2: That's kind of creepy.
0: Yes. So, uh, meanwhile, in Detroit, the Autobots are driving around. The signal dampeners are no, are no longer messing them up. So they can now detect a Decepticon is in town. And it's Lugnut.
2: <gasps> dun, dun, dun. And he
0: immediately unleashes the punch of kill everything.
2: Yes, he's not even going to hold back.
0: <laughs> and we can kind of just discuss this because this takes half the episode. When he makes this punch, it creates a giant hole. And after a fight, they get some stasis cuffs on him, and then they can't get him out of the hole. <laughs> and it takes so long for them to get him out of this hole.
2: It, it did occur to me that it's a lot like Sorry No One's Home, and the whole thing with, uh, blitzwing and that how like there's just this whole fight with blitzwing that's going on in the background and the fight with Lugnut was very much like that so maybe just all the constructicon episodes have to have this other like big fight distracting everyone else in the background
0: like this episode is running five minutes short what's the dumbest <laughs> subplot you can come up with it we'll won't distract from the main plot but will take up a great deal of time and that is getting yes. Lugnut's fat ass out of this hole.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Pretty much, yes.
0: Like, it kind of gets to the point where it's like one of those overly long family guy gags.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is kind of a
0: couch scene. It's just Lugnut holding his knee at the bottom of this hole.
2: Yeah, well, poor guy. He can't uh. help that he's so big. Which again, you know, there was the whole thing about how the Decepticons were supposed to be so threatening and terrifying and I mean they're just not so much anymore.
0: I mean it it's pretty terrifying trying to get him out of this hole. Yes. And like later in the plot, like events happen and we see no fewer than three editions of the same newspaper. He may have been in this hole for like a week.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what Oh, oh yeah! Their newspapers still in the future, printing multiple editions a day. That doesn't seem possible at all. Or they're just
0: taking days and days, yeah, to get him out of this hole.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think that wow. sounds about right. Also, haha, print media in the future.
0: Man, and they they do like the old timey spinning newspaper. It should be like a spinning tablet.
2: <laughs> <laughs> just a spinning iPad. Oh man. Just a newsboy
0: hawking like, I don't know, USB sticks on the on the corner.
2: <laughs> man, the future is dumb.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. Except this is robot this is Transformers Animates would so be like a robot newsboy.
2: <gasps> <laughs> yes, that would be much better, and he's got a little newsboy hat.
0: I'm almost certain that's a futurama rose- gag.
2: His-
1: that is literally a futurama gag. He's like a little tiny Tim with a, like oh, a crutch. T-
0: you mean tinny Tim? Uh, uh, I remember watching the commentary for that episode and they're just wondering, you know, why somebody built a robot that needs a crutch. (laughs) I mean, for the same reason that they're like, you know, fat robots on that show.
2: Yes, just because, (laughs) because there just is.
0: Or, you know, Hedonism Bot.
2: Yes, he's the best.
0: (laughs) Anyway, speaking of (laughs) Hedonism, well, I guess we're going to get to Hedonism Bot later in the show. (laughs) So, we're back at some deck Tower, they're, they're, they've got the, the power core. Sadly not a power core combiner. Not uh, a power
2: pack. Oh, get not the power, the power pack, pack, Billy. Billy. Are you okay? Not really. <laughs> Alright, sorry.
0: Alright, so we got all sorts of stuff on this, like the top floor here. Got a, uh, they're using a forklift to lift this space bridge. We've got some all-spark fragments that we're going to power the space bridge with. And we've also got the headmaster unit.
2: It's just sitting around being creepy.
0: And uh, apparently some deck took the lowest bidder to build his tower. <laughs> because the core falls on the floor. The same floor that had been supporting Bulkhead, who is famously <laughs> gigantic, and just falls down through like 15 floors.
2: Well, yeah. maybe it's very dense.
1: I it just and even like this. There's a big hole in the wall, so the have come in there and walked around, and and only now it falls
2: through.
0: It, it seems strange. Well,
2: it got weakened, you know.
0: They had some water damage. Yes.
2: <laughs>
0: got the, got the, got the black mold in there.
2: <sighs> good, good
0: thing they they're mostly employ robots.
2: Yeah, that's not good stuff, man. I had an apartment with that. It's not, not great.
0: And so, just like the, in the B-plot, we've got a bunch of stuff that is down in a hole. <laughs> and feeling so small. See, <laughs> so, yeah, the, the core, the forklift, the headmaster unit, and all those all-spark fragments just fall into the bottom of this pit, and they just kind of start moving together. <gasps>
2: That's what happens when you get all spark fragments in there.
0: Yeah. So Bulkhead's all, hey, I need somebody to help me fix this, and hey, I know two people who can, f- who are very good at fixing things, but are otherwise terrible people. I guess I'll <laughs> go get them.
2: Well. Yeah. This- I mean, he is aware enough to not like say, hey guys, I'm gonna go get my buddies, the Constructicons.
1: Well, yeah. He yeah. waits until some deck gets tired and walks away to go to sleep and then comes up with the idea on his own. It's like, after the previous episodes of Bulkhead with the Constructicons and his horrible relationship with them and the deterioration, it like, him going to them seems kind of like an old sitcom plot.
0: Yes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Wah-wah.
0: Oh, that, uh, it's, uh... It's Ralph Cramden buying into one of Ed Norton's get-rich-quick schemes again. Yep. It's One wacky. of these days, Time bulkhead.
2: For <laughs> Time for wacky high drinks.
0: Well, indeed. It it is the return of Mixmaster and Scrapper, still in their Decepticon color schemes. Yep. And they are at an automotive di- uh disassembly plant. Which I think this is supposed to be like a strip club, but yeah. I'm not it's also kind of like an autopsy.
1: <laughs> it's it's kinda of horrifying, like they're they're watching a car being having panels taken off it, which I don't think, like, it's a reverse factory. They're taking a car apart. That's, it's indoors. It's not like it's a junkyard stripping parts. It's very strange, but yeah, they're basically at a
0: strip club. Okay? Except, I mean, it's, it's it won't just stop at the panels, and it's just going to start taking, like, organs out. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Look, it's, it's a metaphor that just did not was not really thought through.
0: At the very least, I needed to see them cramming some dollar bills uh, underneath the the, the rear-view mirrors or something. Yes.
1: yes. What what would they use in the place of dollar bills?
0: And also having, like, a terrible buffet.
1: (laughs) Yeah. There there should have been a little robot DJ in the corner at the very least. Although, they do keep up the standard of all these shows. It's, of course, a red car.
0: Yes. Oh, coming up next, it's Mercedes. Mercedes, everybody, let's give a big hand <laughs> to Mercedes.
1: <laughs>
2: well, it—I suppose it—it it should be noted at some point that yes, the forklift that uh, Professor Sumdak was using was Constructicon colored.
0: Yeah. Yes. Of course. That's just uh, the color that construction equipment is in this world.
2: Yeah. are all mean, Transformers just were. Just like G1.
0: Except not the Constructicons initially, because they were yellow. Yes.
1: Yeah, but you you don't see green construction vehicles that often, really.
0: Occasionally you no. see a dark
1: green dump truck.
0: I certainly don't see them in that kind of neon lime green.
1: No. Yeah. And
0: purple. I...
1: have I have seen a tractor in purple. Oh. I forget what the hell kind it was.
0: I, I've definitely seen one in Thunderhoof Blue.
2: Ooh. <laughs> Yay, Thunderhoof. Speaking
0: he's of Frank guys Stallone. with Italian American accents. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yay, he's Frank Stallone.
0: We'll be getting to him in a couple of years.
2: Yeah. We'll, we'll get there eventually.
0: A year. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Prime had like 65 episodes.
1: Oh, right. Prime's longer than I remember.
0: And a movie. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. only sort
1: of a movie. It's episodes.
0: Uh, anyway, so the construction Constructions don't want to work for the Autobots, but Bulkhead is going to keep it off the books, which I guess means he's going to pay them in cash. Uh, because these guys are kind of like they're not quite in the robot mafia. Well, not yet. <laughs>
1: Well, they work construction, of course they're in the Robot mafia. They're, they're, they're hired underlings. Yes.
0: Yeah.
2: But they're, they're concerned about Megatron finding out and Bulkhead is like, yeah, I'm gonna go tell Megatron. <laughs> ah. Which is an excellent point. Uh, poop, did I
0: lose so yeah, they go there, they get to work, and indeed they find out that all that random crap that fell into that pit has now merged into a dude.
2: <gasps> a little stocky, round, big-headed dude.
0: That dude is the boss. The Dirt Boss!
2: <laughs> so I used to think... So, okay, there's a minicon. The first use of the name Dirt Boss was a minicon in Armada. And I used to think it was the most hilarious name, because it was like, what does that even mean? Like, does he boss the dirt around and just the idea that he would boss the dirt around was just something I would just laugh about randomly, like you know, whenever that came up. And so I I really like that the, you know they they reuse that name for someone who is totally bossing the dirt around.
0: <laughs> and uh, he's voiced by J- he's voiced by John Mariano, who was also mm-hmm. uh, one of the Good Feathers on Animaniacs.
2: Oh. And- ha oh, yeah.
0: huh. and in basically every live action thing used a mobster
2: <laughs> well no, you know, really
0: it's a good paycheck being a mobster
1: if you're you're always wanted yeah and uh finally finally we actually have a reference that can be proven to be an actual reference dirt boss is a direct reference to one of the gunman style robots from Tengen tapa Gurren Lagan
0: Man, people finally okay. like they spent two years <laughs> talking about the Gurren Lagan references on this show until Derek like finally said that show had not aired when we were making this show, like these the first two seasons.
1: <laughs> yeah, with the first Headmaster and all the early stuff, but yeah.
0: Now, yes, yes, he has he had seen it, and there yes, he there
2: is. you go, a guy who's mostly ahead.
0: Yes. I mean he's he's kinda of got like MODOK proportions. A face with yes. arms.
2: Well, I mean he was he he did start as being part of the headmaster unit, yes. so So yes, he's got sort of very MODOK-y proportions. And he bosses things around.
0: Because he's, he's the, the boss, boss, the dirt boss. <laughs> yes. And he's he's got like cerebro shells, like bombshell on generation one. Except they're yeah. like little screws.
1: Yeah. Well, he only ever seems to use one at a time, but maybe he yeah, only has the one. Thing. But the, if, are, in this episode, it's never called
0: out what a, as a cerebro shell, but that's what it does. No, he, he fires one into Scrapper, and he just uses it to make him hit himself.
2: <laughs> oh, which is about his speed. Let's be honest. Oh, yes.
1: we, we we skipped over a a visual that stuck in my head and is very weird when they're trying to pull up the junk that fell down multiple floors and they're not on the floor where it landed they're up on the floor where it fell from so it's like five floors down scrapper is using is in crane (laughs) mode picking the stuff up and then hey there's something really big he transforms to robot mode and still has the crane out between his legs, <laughs>
2: very, I thought yeah, it all, seemed more like from his lower stomach. Yeah, I mean, it's—it's it's it's very crane, awkwardly placed. It's a
1: dick. Like, admittedly, <laughs> that is kind of how you hold a fishing rod, but it, I, it's the fact that it's thicker. It—he's got a crane dick.
0: No, yeah, no, it's definitely Liz Lemon holding that Lego uh, up, robot penis. <laughs>
2: Also, yes. Once, uh, once Dirt Boss shows up, it just was very like, oh no, it's management. Yes. <laughs> dun dun dun.
0: And he is he is a bad boss. Yes. Because it turns out he is not just a boss in the sense of he's the guy who bosses you around. He's a boss in the sense of mob boss.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and he continues the tradition of the Constructicons. Having facial
0: hair. Yes.
2: Yes. He's got like a ridiculous little Wario mustache. Yeah.
0: So Sumdac comes in. He is not pleased to see the Constructicons there, and so Bulkhead has to keep the uh, the the help placated by just being a total dick to Sumdac. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and Sumdac does not even understand. He doesn't know if he's being serious or he's very confused and a little frightened
0: and bulkhead is winking very hard and it's not working
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah well at at least that's consistent with some deck not getting things like when they were building the first space bridge yeah they yeah it's like he's not
0: good with humans or even robot social cues there's a reason this guy had to build his daughter in a lab (laughs)
2: Ah, <laughs> oh. poor guy it's true though <laughs>
0: yeah. anyway so yeah Dirt Boss is oh I got the quote written down here it's a uh, boss like us we help build this city and now we're gonna take a piece of it back with interest <laughs> so yeah they're just totally hmm. gonna become a crime syndicate
2: yep yeah, well I mean it's to be fair, I mean, those two were just, like, sitting around a chop shop watching cars get taken apart and catcalling at them. They needed a boss. Yes. They needed someone to come tell them what to do.
0: So, yeah, they uh, they totally just hijack an oil truck, which is, uh, in G1 fashion, being driven by a guy wearing a hard hat.
2: I mean, he he's, again, very <laughs> spark plug looking. Because he's all big and.
0: I think that actually is Sparkplug. I mean, he has a different voice actor this time.
2: <laughs> Probably. Just... But he
0: is credited as Sparkplug. Yeah, it's the same character design.
2: All humans who I wonder, I wonder if he is actually the father of Spike, who showed up in there. Oh like yeah. In previous episodes, I wonder if that's actually his dad.
1: <laughs> I'm going to say yes.
2: And he's like, son, why do you wear ridiculous jumpsuits? Why do you put your why do you put my grandson in ridiculous jumpsuits?
0: Dad, why do you drive a truck wearing a hard hat? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. It's uh another um oh what is it? The it's the sludge design that's a reference to Sinclair oil. What's it called in this? Fossil
2: <gasps> fossil yes. fuel.
0: Just, yes, and yeah it's fossil
2: fuel. It is straight up sludge. I love that. And, and yeah, he's headed
0: to uh, Sheboygan, Wisconsin. <gasps>
1: Sheboygan. Oh, Sheboygan. I Sheboygan. Sheboygan is a word that I I heard before, probably in like Old Three Stooges or something. I always assumed it was a fake place, but it's actually real?
0: Like Walla Walla, Washington?
1: <laughs> kind, that yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah, but it's it's a is it a real place? It is
0: a real place. Yes.
2: Okay. Yes it is.
0: Such a weird name.
2: Well, yeah, that's why it gets used yes. as a joke.
0: It's the Broadwurst capital of the world.
1: Funny. Oh, that's Ooh. wonderful for them. Yuck. <laughs> you know, like Broadwurst?
2: Good for them.
1: No, not really. Well, I, I don't like that family of sausage thingies. kibasi and kind of stuff, so yeah. Oh. oh man, I love kielbasa. Yeah. Also, Sheboygan <laughs> also kind of cool. sounds like the name of a kaiju. Sheboygan.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Destroying some lessons.
2: I, I gotta agree with you on that.
0: That's also the hometown of E. E. Doc Smith.
2: Oh,
1: okay. <gasps> then, then, then it's an okay city. The although some of his books are a little questionable, but they're fun.
0: It was a different time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah Back when people were yeah. crazy sexist.
1: A little, well, the sexism is kind of bad, but it's more understandable. It's the fact that the Lensman the series... the eugenics end,
2: that are a little weird. Yeah, it yeah. ends
1: in incest. Well, implied incest. They never, I don't think, state it outright. But...
2: For the purpose of eugenics.
0: Yeah. Uh, you're the ones who watch Game of Thrones. Yeah, the entire theme of that, that series is kind well, of juicy.
2: Yeah, and I have to admit that, you know, Game of Thrones sort of started out as like, oh my god, incest, can you believe this? And now it's like, you know, grab your sexiest nephew and let's get on a dragon and go. <laughs> oh, oh
0: wow, this uh, this couple isn't related. <laughs> this is some uh, brave storytelling.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it does play into like, royalty and being incestuous and stuff although the current one is like ha wow that's accidental incest okay
2: yes yes now there's accidental incest because of you know hidden identities and stuff but i mean for for the targaryens like nephew is like that's they traditionally married siblings just to, like, keep their bloodline pure and all that. So, you know, that's actually fairly distinct for them. Anyway. I'm
0: sure what also must be distinct is that they have, like, five eyeballs. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, but they do have a tendency towards being just completely batshit and stained.
0: Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, the bulkhead gets – he tries to stop him. He gets uh, – webbed up to the uh, sidewalk. And, uh, yeah, the the Constructicons go on a crime spree, which is chronicled by multiple editions of the Detroit Powell Press.
2: Yes! Powell <laughs> owns the
1: media! That explains why the headmaster got out of jail Eddie, so easy.
2: Eddie changed his name! He changed it to his name! You can't just change it from the Free Press to the Powell Press. <laughs> <laughs> and, yes, the Detroit Free Press is a thing.
0: Yes, still is. And it is still yes. like a printed paper. Presumably yeah. not printed like maybe three times a night. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you know, news. It happens.
0: Anyway, so this is maybe happening, uh, over the course of a night, but, and this is apparently causing like a 70s style oil crisis in Detroit. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
2: Overnight. I mean, I guess, that does make me wonder, like, what do all those robots run on?
0: That is a good question.
2: Like, like do they just charge up by batteries? Because then you still have to, like, produce the electricity. Because because that energy's not free, man. But, mm. but, I mean, it's Detroit, so maybe they do just run on gas. This
0: is entirely possible.
2: I, I could totally see that being a thing. Because, you know, the the oil industry.
0: Everything's just, like, constantly shrouded in fumes. That's how, that's how, like, the first couple of times that Sari, like, had injuries and would have found out that she was a robot, it was just too smoggy and she didn't notice.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's our Detroit. Yeah.
0: So yeah, Construct Cons, they're, uh, they're back at their, uh, their hideout, they're having a drink, but, uh, Dirt Boss doesn't want them. They, you know, he he is a professional criminal. He did not steal this oil so they could just drink it.
2: Ah, now we're now we got some conflict because as soon as you start telling the Constructicons that they can't drink the oil, you, you got problems. <laughs> they don't like that.
0: So Bulkhead is uh, spying on them, which thankfully they are very unobservant because Bulkhead cannot sneak up on anything.
2: <laughs> well i mean yeah. they are kind of dumb
0: and also bulkhead is mad here we get a shot of his fist clenching that looks exactly like that uh, <laughs> <Yes>. arthur meme
1: <laughs> yes.
2: Yes.
0: which i got wait. bulkhead makes the arthur fist
1: <laughs> wait i never watched it when the hell was the arthur cartoon does this come first, first.
0: i think i think the arthur cartoon is still on
1: well, yeah, but like, yeah, how old that's like is one of those little kids.
0: Oh, it started before this. Oh, Okay. And since they're voiced by that. like actual kids, they've gone through like ten Arthurs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I I did not know they used that. They're control. going through them like Bobby Drapers. <laughs> that does not seem like a good idea if you want to have a long running TV show,
0: huh. Well, that's the thing. You just get a new one. Uh, <laughs>
2: sure. Yeah, you just cast someone new. Sorry, we gotta let you go. You're going through puberty. And have a good rest of your career.
1: And this but he does the fist thing that's after he berates or pretend berates some deck again.
0: Oh my god. Some deck's just all confused. Arthur has been running since nineteen ninety-six.
2: Wow. Wow, that was the year I graduated high school.
0: Uh that was the year I turned Mm, (laughs) eleven. Uh I don't want to do the math. There are twenty seasons.
2: Yeah, that uh that sounds about right. I mean, you know, PBS, man. Gotta have stuff for little kids to watch.
0: Well, yeah,
1: but like again, like old newspapers, PBS is still going is a daily surprise.
0: And I was I mean, mistaken. mean, aside from
1: like Sesame Street, oh.
0: but... and I was mistaken, they've only gone through eight Arthurs. Ah.
2: <laughs> Jeez. That's still that's a lot.
0: And yes, and I I guess that is what happens when you hire actual, like, male children instead of just um, Tara Strong.
2: Yes. <laughs> or Yardley Smith. Yes.
0: Wait, no. Y- Yardley Smith is Lisa. Oh, okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Ned yeah. Cartwright is part.
2: That's right. Oh. Hey, anyway, poor
1: berated uh, some deck who sure. comes with what does he drag with him?
0: Yeah, he's he you know he built this plasma dynamic thruster just as bulkhead yelled at him I to know. do. And then Bulkhead tries to explain himself again, and then the Constricticons come, so he's got to fake being mean to him again. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Poor guy. Although,
0: thankfully, um, Sumdak has apparently figured it out this time. Good. So, yeah, well, he...
1: he figures it out because he waits around the corner and overhears the rest of the
0: conversation. Yeah, so Dirt Boss, well, he's, he's, he's going to get a stranglehold on the oil market by blowing up the fossil fuel refinery.
2: <gasps> oh no.
0: And Bulkhead's like,
2: also, I think more, more, uh, you know, oil companies need to have adorable dinosaur <laughs> logos. <laughs> they just do.
0: So, so Bulkhead's all okay, you know, it was okay when you guys were just being obnoxious dicks, but this is a major act of terrorism, so I have to stop you. So he launches his wrecking ball, and then it just gets jammed in Mixmaster's arm cannon. And so they just drag him off. For the rest of the episode. (laughs) Yes. Like, nobody is escaping this episode with their dignity intact.
2: (laughs) No, they're really not. Just everybody. Just poor everybody.
0: So, yeah, they they get there and Bulkhead finally figures, hey, you know, uh, if they blow up this refinery, what are you problem alcoholics going to drink?
2: Basically blowing up the brewery, the the only distillery in town.
0: So, Which,
2: are there oil
1: refineries around
2: Detroit?
0: Ah, uh, not I don't know, but in Detroit there are definitely a bunch. uh on the Canadian side of the border in Sarnia.
1: Hmm. Yeah, that makes more sense. Although, like you if put them on a boat and send them out from there.
0: Yeah, if, and if you blew up like an oil refinery in Sarnia, like that city is like nothing but oil refineries. like I live an hour away and there would be chunks of that landing in my uh, front yard
2: yeah that's uh that seems problematic yes
0: so uh, a mixmaster is kind of not sure that he wants to do this so dirt boss launches the cerebro shell and has him fight the guy who is chained to him (laughs) it's like a giant robot version of the defiant ones
1: Oh, no, it, it's a um, strap match. Oh, there was a long yes. term for that. Yap pie strap match or some stupid thing.
0: Uh, it's the thing where they like strap two wrestlers together and they have to fight each other.
1: Yeah, which is yeah. it's never been a good concept for a match, especially since either it, the cord is too short or they just keep grabbing and changing the length of the cord. It's
0: dumb. They should do, like, that old Spider-Man issue, and they're actually attached to a bomb.
2: <laughs> <laughs> sure.
0: He, he, like Spider-Man and J. Jonah Jameson both get shackled to, like, a football-sized bomb by Alistair Smythe. No, sorry, Spencer Smythe. 24 <sighs> hours till doomsday. Good issue
1: chains that would be impractical like maybe if it was like a paint bomb but still that'd be too problematic I mean
0: it's I mean obviously it would be a fake bomb because it's wrestling
1: well yes I mean if you take it to pure comedy levels that'd be perfect but
0: yeah you'd have to take it anyway so while this is going on bulkhead manages to turn his radio on and thus alert the autobots who just leave Lugnut in this hole making that entire plot pointless (laughs)
2: they're yes. <laughs> so like, eh, he'll still be there when we get back.
0: I guess we weren't fighting this massive crime wave because we were <laughs> in a hole. Feeling so small. <laughs> Losing control.
2: <sighs> yeah.
1: Anyway, it's, so they're does,
0: fighting in this oil ref- Oh, go ahead.
1: It does seem kinda of like an error that like, they never like sent Prowl to try and go get Bulkhead to drag him out of the hole and found out, oh Bulkhead's doing all kinds of other shit.
0: Yeah, bulkhead's involved in like organized crime now.
2: <laughs> Just how while long we were we gone? gone.
0: Two hours.
2: <laughs> well, you know.
0: Also, who's watching Sari while this is going on? Is she like a we're teenager at- now, so she doesn't need a babysitter? Oh wow, maybe Th- because is- she wasn't a teenager like a week ago.
1: Oh yeah, I guess she can babysit herself. I don't know how that no, works. But- well, also the the some de- some deck's back in the tower, so she could be staying in her room if.
0: After the headmasters converted, you know. well, hopefully that wasn't below what uh that floor where a bunch of stuff fell down on her
1: well, I think her her like room was like on one of the higher chunks of the spark plug, okay, but yeah, wow, this episode is even more like a sitcom, although now it seems more like an episode of It's always sunny in Philadelphia, <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow, it does
0: the gang creates an oil cartel,
1: yeah. Well, <laughs> Like, most of the gang's off doing the stupid lug nut shit, and, and Charlie, for some reason, gets into organized crime.
0: I mean, Bulkhead is clearly the Charlie here. Um, I think we yeah. can agree that uh, Dirt Boss is obviously the Frank.
2: Yes, because he's, the- he's short and fat.
0: I mean, he kind of sounds like Danny DeVito.
2: Yes, that too. Yeah.
0: Um, I guess the Constructicons are Mac and Dennis, and I don't think there's really a D here. Not, well, if Aww. D might be, um,
1: Blitzwing? <laughs> He's not in this episode?
0: <laughs> anyway. Good enough. Good so enough. it turns out it's a bad idea to have a giant robot fight in an oil refinery. Because they're just busting stuff up, oil is getting everywhere. And so, you know, oil's leaking, it's time to, it's time to light this candle. And so Dirt Boss takes his single control shell out of Mixmaster and puts it in Bulkhead because it's been, like, three episodes. It's time for another Bulkhead is actually evil episode. Oh. Oops. And because it doesn't matter if he stays there when it blows up because, you know, he's an Autobot, he's disposable, Uh this does not please Mixmaster who is currently attached to him.
1: <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs>
0: So the rest of the autobots get there sumdac gives them the exposition and then bulkhead comes in using mixmaster as a melee weapon <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's trained in improvised weapons yes yeah he's a real samo hung <laughs> Anyway, this doesn't last long because uh Ratchet just uses magnets to yank out the control shell. And thankfully, it does not go like that time Charger tried to take the cerebral shells out of the Dinobots in one of those, like, choose-your-own-adventure books. And he just dismembers them.
2: No! Oh. Those are all so traumatic. Oh, You, ch-
0: you yeah. chose wrong, kid. You just dismembered the Dinobots.
2: Oh, oh man, I hated those so much. They are so traumatic.
0: Oh, man. Or that one where, like, the Decepticons are trying to, like, destroy the world's food supplies, and you lose, and the world just starves to death? Oh.
2: <laughs> Those were... And just, like, you would think that, that what you were doing made perfect sense, and then just, like, you would leave the Autobots a note about something, except they didn't see it, and they all died to a Decepticon ambush. It's like, But... <laughs> That, that seemed like it should have worked. Not fair. Actually, I think there were. That was. Those books were my introduction to a cruel and uncaring universe.
0: I actually think there were like choose your own adventure books for Transformers animated. Hmm? What? Yeah, um, there's definitely one that's about like time travel. Oh poop! What? We gotta try and. I did
2: not hear about these. Track
0: one of them down. Well, I know that there's a podcast, uh, Turn to Page, which I have an upcoming guest appearance uh, recorded for, Ooh. which is just like a read through of like a choose your own adventure book,
2: uh-huh. <laughs> or
0: of a similar cool. type. So, if we can dig one of those up, I guess we could do it. Shit. Anyway, so so Ratchet pulls this out without dismembering Bulkhead, and then Bulkhead uses all that oil that's just lying around to lube up his ball. And <laughs> withdraw from Mixmaster.
2: <laughs> Suddenly this is just like one of my like romance editing gigs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean I don't want to get too explicit here, but that's not really something you need to lube up. You're not putting them anywhere. I mean, I don't think. Not normally, no. Don't write what's, don't write us, please.
1: Not go there. Yeah. <laughs> um Anyway, but
0: Stasis Pod after Dark
1: in the melee, <laughs> um, he gets Bulkhead gets his ball back, but in the process knocks Mixmaster Mick, Mick into Scrapper, which causes a spark, and the refinery starts to go up. Yep, and it's like, right. and then the Autobots started to try and put the fire out. Of course, Prime he's got the fire retardant foam and stuff. Somehow, Ratchet is trying to put fire out with his magnets?
2: What
0: <laughs> Magnets? How do they work?
2: <laughs> they work with everything else. Why not? I mean,
0: clearly, the insane clown posse are not the only people from Detroit who don't know how magnets work.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, like,
0: I, I, what? How?
2: Just, just I don't sh- get that Just part. let it go. Just let it go.
0: And, and unfortunately Scrapper is, now, his fist is now lodged in Mixmaster's chest, which looks like an outtake from Videodrome. <laughs> 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 so they try and get away. Dirt Boss is just on top of Scrapper's head. They start climbing up to the top of this big fuel tank and, uh, it's just the end of, uh, White Heat starring James Cagney. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that ends in fire? I I know the line, Top of the World Ma, because they reference top of the world cogs.
0: Yeah, they're they're at like an oil refinery and or like some, uh, there's like a big uh tank of gas that is sort of in a big like water tower thing like that. And Cagney's like <laughs> shot. And so he like, climbs up to the top of that so he can go out in a blaze of glory. And like the whole thing, whole movie, he's sort of been controlled by his Ma Barker esque mother.
1: Uh huh. Oh wow! So this entire episode
0: kind of is a reference to that. Neat. Yes. And so yeah, they the cops shoot it, and there's a giant explosion. Top of the, I finally made it, Ma. Top of the world, which is usually misquoted as "Top of the World, Ma." Ha. Uh-huh. Eh, close enough. And so. Thankfully before this can destroy the entirety of Detroit they use that doodad that Sumdac built at bulkheads <laughs> urging to transwarp them uh over into over uh the lake I guess just off the shore of Dinobot Island and we get a brief Dinobot cameo. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it, it teleports really close to Dinobot Island. They nearly nuked Dinobot Island.
0: Yeah, and then Good they job. Ju- and then they just explode. And so that's <laughs> The last we'll see of two-thirds of the Constructicons.
2: That's it, guys.
0: So that's done with, and they go back to the crater to get Lugnut, and he's gone. So that plot was completely pointless.
2: Yay! Because, well, indeed, he's
0: it's... been rescued by Ramjet, who promises that he won't tell anybody <laughs> about this stupid B-plot. <laughs> but, of course, he will, because he's the screen who always lies.
2: Yes.
0: <laughs> and this, this was not an episode that I loved. Like there is some fun stuff that happens in oh, it. I, yeah. I enjoy Dirt Boss and like a robot crime syndicate because it does remind me of those Futurama episodes with the robot mafia. The <laughs> yeah, entire robot mafia. <laughs> <laughs> Although sadly none of them has clamps for hands. Alas. But the whole B-plot with him just getting stuck in the... A lot of this episode is just nothing happening. Yeah.
2: It, it's kind it, of fillery. It's there to have a joke about Dirt Boss. He kind
1: of needed something to keep, like, Bulkhead on his own, but it doesn't work out. It's... yeah, mm.
0: oh. And then weirdly, in a... Apparently, what is a weird coincidence, around the same time this came out... Uh, there was a Decepticon forklift called Dirt Boss that is also green in the Revenge of the Fallen toy line.
1: Yeah, that huh. came out... Wait, I thought it came out a year later? It, came they the were
0: very time? close together, at least. The, well, this aired in 2000... Oh. No, this came out... 2009. The same year. Oh, it did? Oh. Huh. Because Revenge of the Fallen was 2009.
2: Oh. Huh. Yeah.
0: Although that toy might have been laid in the line. And so I, I think Revenge of the Fallen toys might already have been out by march at least they'd be very they just, close
2: they just had to reuse that name it's such a great name
0: but i mean it's weird that you reused it for a, a forklift which there had never been like a transformers forklift before that
2: well that's true i don't know well hasbro people i mean there be... was spoons but that was go yeah, was
0: a Go-Bot. yeah spoons who was later uh homaged in the revenge of the fallen dead uh, toy line
2: Yes. As
0: a repaint of uh Dirt Boss named Deadlift.
2: It's <laughs> not <which laughs> as good was... a, It's not as good a name as spoons, and by good I mean terrible.
0: I mean Deadlift is like a legit good name for a forklift because it like it's an actual thing. Yeah. But it's also like he lifts stuff, but also he's a bad guy, so it's deadlift. Mm.
2: Yes. It it works on many levels, unlike spoons or dirt boss yes which barely work on one <laughs> level <laughs> uh,
0: but anyway apparently this was meant to set up like an eventual we'd eventually get like a bunch of animated Constructicons, and they would make a devastator but we did not get that fourth or who knows even fifth season so they didn't make one
2: alas
1: Yeah, which is also why we didn't get any of them, because they were planning to maybe make a Devastator, and they didn't want to make them
0: without combining abilities. I
2: have seen pictures, though, of a third-party Dirt Boss.
0: Ooh. I mean, I don't—I'm not big on the third-party stuff, but I'm impressed that they made Dirt Boss.
2: Yes, and and he, like, turns into, like, an upper torso for a Devastator. Which. Yeah,
1: so they would plan to make, so third party might make the animated Devastator, which would be cool. Although I think you need at least one more guy to be legs or
0: arms. No, I think they, at least there is like an additional, uh, guy in one of the almanacs. I think it's, uh, let me see, I know we got, oh, uh, Skipjack. Mm
1: -hmm. Who
0: was based on uh, animated Erector.
1: (laughs) <laughs> oh, right, that was... Ha <laughs> uh, Yes, president.
0: who was also, like, a very, like, little, like, almost a cube-shaped guy. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: anyway, so, I mean, this episode doesn't really set up, I mean, it sets up something that would end up not happening.
2: Yeah, there's it, not really yeah. much to it. I
0: mean, we, we do see Scrapper in a few episodes. Yeah. And that's kind of amusing. Hmm like his bit in that episode but this is uh you might say inessential.
2: Yeah. I would definitely say that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So please join us uh next time when uh, Transformers Animated gets Shakespearean with where is thy sting. Or wait, is that biblical? That might be biblical. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, it is love- biblical. It is uh one Corinthians fifteen fifty five. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory?
2: uh uh-huh. That does
1: sound more Shakespearean.
2: Don't oh. look at me, I'm a heathen.
0: <laughs> I mean I, I like to consider myself a pseudo intellectual, so that's a little embarrassing on my part.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. You're allowed.
0: Anyway, so until then you can find us all over the internet. We are on Tumblr, we're on Twitter, and we're on Facebook.
2: And we are hosted on IaconUnderground.net, uh, where we have Patreon set up at patreon.com slash IaconUnderground to help with our hosting and other expenses. Uh, come on by, where we will be, uh, we have just done an episode about uh, covering an episode of The Real Ghostbusters, and we will be talking Thor Ragnarok in the near future.
0: That's right. By the time you hear this, we may very well have started talking about how we come from the land of the ice and snow.
2: Such a good movie.
0: Oh, I still gotta see it.
2: You do. Go. You do.
1: It's good, so you can explain some things to us, possibly.
0: Oh. Maybe. I'm already excited. Whenever somebody (laughs) says, oh, you're gonna need to explain this to me, I just, the heart starts racing a little.
1: Well, there's a couple of things that maybe I, I remembered wrong. There's one thing that I do not know, although that may not be explained at all. Anyway, not till the next movie.
0: Okay, no, it's not a Marvel thing. Jeff Goldblum just talks like that.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: anyway, so until next time, I'm Rob. I'm Jen. And I'm David. We are recording, recording. and I'm seeing the little lines on the thing, so it's good. Happy, happy,
2: happy, It's good when things Uh, are good.
0: Yes, yes. Uh In fact, strangely enough, the lines seem like they're going, they're bigger than usual. I'm not sure what that means.
1: Uh, That may mean you're louder than usual, which you kind of do sound, which is good, because usually you're the quiet one.
0: I see. It's just a non-diegetic sound, like Tom Hardy's dialogue in Dark Knight Rises. (laughs) <laughs> uh, sure. Ah, You think the darkness is your ally
1: Oh my clock is wrong What the fuck time is it actually It's 9.48
0: oh,
1: 9.30 Okay the clock on my computer says 7.48
0: uh, Remember daylight savings time Wait your computer doesn't automatically know, How old is your computer Or do you live in Saskatchewan
1: No it, I, I think I I changed it myself Because it wasn't doing it last night Uh. And and apparently it it didn't do it at all.
0: Well, it officially changes over at, like, 2 in the morning. So you might have changed it, and then it changed at, like, 2 in the morning.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I I did. Well, because McAfee was going crazy last night at 2 o'clock. Like, at, like, 2.40, or was it 1.40? Whatever. It it kept trying to run a security scan over and over and over until I finally closed it. Mm. And, And then I changed the clock, but... I don't my computer is funny, I guess.
2: Who knows?
0: (laughs) Anyway, shall we uh shall we start her up? Yeah. Sure. All right.